0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross managing editor of Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com here for the Fightful podcast. It is February 19th. we got Monday Night Raw to talk about, some Hall of Fame to talk about. This show brought to you by Wartime X. Wartime X is a turn-based strategy card battler that combines strategic gameplay with fast-paced action using a unique combat engine that fuses the uh, card classics Poker and War. And if we're gonna integrate that into the show, Alex, they rolled the dice on Monday Night Raw.
2: Yeah, they did. Yeah, I love oh, it. My
0: God. My God, did it pay off? This was a bit revolutionary what we saw on this episode of Monday Night Raw tonight.
2: Um, I'm trying to wonder, like, it's a weird thing to like think of like, hey, you know what would be great on a wrestling show? Wrestling! <laughs> like, yeah. Somebody, somebody did this on Twitter of that great episode of The Simpsons, where uh, Homer goes to hell, and the devil's like, "Oh,
0: ran so- we lost Alex? No shocker. He's got some connection issues. He's doing doing a little bit of a different setup. But uh- oh, we have you back, Alex.
2: that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. Um, uh, is like. So hey, you like donuts, huh? Have all the donuts in the world, and that's what this was. If you're a fan it of was. wrestling, if you're a fan of wrestling, you loved tonight. At least the first hour and forty-five minutes of it.
0: Yeah, I have high praise for this match. We're gonna get into it in a moment. A uh, couple of quick plugs out get get those out of the way. We have a fightful alternate commentary that dropped this weekend. It was myself, Alex, and Jeff covering Elimination Chamber, uh, the Extreme Elimination Chamber. That one was a lot of fun. Uh, it was the first time I had ever really got to watch it. And also I had a mini podcast that dropped about Drew McIntyre and a character I, I would have him portray on the main roster. Of course, I have a podcast covering last night's UFC Austin, and I have a ton of UFC Orlando guests on for the Tuesday show, uh, Holy Smokes MMA podcast. Definitely check that out. We've got more shows than than about anybody. It's It's always loaded there. And, of course, our flagship, the uh, List and Your Boy on Wednesdays. We've got the post-Smackdown show as well. Anna Bauert's going to have a lot of com- uh, content for you as she attended New Japan uh, in Perth this week at a front-row seat covering it on behalf of Fightful.com. And we had our boy Aaron Hyden, the author of The Spare Room there with his uh, Fightful sign. He got to see this in person, so I put in a request that he covers this Seth Rollins performance. This was something cool. It was something special. Guys, if you don't mind, turn into Little Jack Horner and give us a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe. Turn those notifications on. It really helps. But of course, visit Fightful.com. We're getting our stories up faster than ever. Make sure you guys check that out as well as our friends over at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Braun Strowman won a gauntlet match. (laughs) And then after that, We had Asuka and Nia Jax. No, I'm just kidding. I would very much like for this to take up the duration of our hour. WWE offers a moment of silence to those lost in last week's school shooting. Very classy move, I thought. But uh, after that, you see a Fightful.com sign right behind Charlie Caruso. Shout-outs to Aaron Hyden. This match, hot dog. This was a... when When you're trying to transition a guy like Seth Rollins who's been involved in a couple of tag teams virtually the last uh, what 7 8 months of his career and you want to reestablish him as a single star well hot dog this is the way to do it alex
2: this is the way to create a new top babyface in the span of 1 hour and 5 minutes um when he came back from injury he was primed to be this guy But they still wanted him to be, you know, um, I'm all out for me, Seth Rollins, coming back from the knee injury. And it just wasn't happening. Um, It just didn't work. Like, we all wanted to cheer for him. And tonight, we got to. Like, he was absolutely this guy you wanted to root for this whole time. Like, what heart and, you know, ability in the ring. Just amazing. Uh, I love this guy. Like, I I, I want to root for this guy forever. I tweeted out, like, your, your, your Mania 35 match for next year is Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Like, you're built, you, you've built these two guys tonight. Tonight they showed they are your two top guys. Like, really, hugely top guys. And uh, it's going to take a year for them to get to that point with, with, the, with WWE brass if, if it's not already with the fans. So I love it. I love these guys.
0: This Seth Rollins performance was the breakout performance that I think that he needed to establish himself in that spot. And they did it just – they did it perfectly. They took a match that meant absolutely dick, and they established a main eventer right there. And it's a guy who everybody already kind of bought there. But now, after what he did, like there's no way – like anybody who's like, ah, oh, I don't buy Seth Rollins as as a top guy, well, then you probably just have a problem with Seth Rollins in general. Yeah. Roman Reigns is his first opponent. He comes out and he puts over all the the opponents in the elimination chamber match and all the things that you know Roman Reigns is going to do. But Seth Rollins is his first opponent. I thought it was perfect from a story perspective and everything. Two guys who have who have had like you know that that connection with one another, whether good or bad, for years. Uh, Reigns and Rollins work a pretty slow pace in the first ten minutes, and I was like, ah, that's kind of surprising. Maybe less surprising as the match went on was was the slow pace here. Reigns had a nice tilt-a-whirl slam. Uh, The only pretty much negative that I'll say about Rollins in this is I hate how he goes from immediately selling and holding his knee to a springboard attack and then a suicide dive attempt. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, There's no way that Roman Reigns can believe that his clotheslines look good. As good as every other bit of his offense generally looks, from Superman punches to spears to the drive-by kick to power bombs, those clotheslines look so bad. And that's about the end of the criticism I have for this first hour. It was all sunshine yeah. and rainbows after that. Uh, maybe outside of commentary, like, because <laughs> there was this, I thought it was a cool spot where Reigns, he takes the buckle bomb, and because of the, the the way that he went into the buckle, he bounces out, he rebounds out, as, as sometimes you would call it in, when you're training, and he hits rollins with the superman punch but ideally on commentary you don't want to put that over too much like roman as Les Moore pointed out on twitter michael cole was like the momentum i was like that's not a good thing like oh he used the spinal stenosis to his benefit the big dog okay cole rollins eats canvas on a frog splash It ends up going 20 minutes, and Rollins eliminates Reigns with a roll up. That's a full match. That's a pay per view match right there to open RAW. And when I saw that, I was thinking, "Oh, cool, we're going to get an hour out of this."
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I thought thought we ever an hour. Um, This is the thing. My my quibble with this is that it didn't mean anything. Like, and that's it. Because everything, everything happened in ring was fantastic. But they kind of wasted that whole you-get-the-final-entrant-in-the-Chamber-match stipulation two weeks ago. I mean, it didn't even make sense to have it only among Cena, Strowman, and Elias since Roman wasn't involved, Balor wasn't involved, Miz. uh, None of those guys had, had a chance to even be a part of that. If you had saved that for now, and said the winner of this gauntlet match gets to be last into the chamber. That's that's something these guys could really be fighting for. Seth could really, really want that because it would give him that opportunity. Otherwise, it kind of looks like you're killing yourself six days before the pay-per-view for no reason.
0: And I think that that's gonna I think that's gonna pay dividends from a story perspective. Yeah. I think that's gonna be a part of this this storyline, and guys, we will uh we will Give our predictions on this show all at once at the end of this, but I think that, you know, almost like, okay, sometimes in New Japan, Minoru Suzuki to a fault will like wrestle until he hits the gotch pile driver. I think Seth Rollins' obsession with wanting to be the Monday night guy, Monday night Rollins, and wanting to show out like this will put a damper on his hopes at Elimination Chamber. And I think there's a lot of ways you can go with this. You can say, Well, we saw a guy make it an hour and five minutes just six nights ago. So who knows what anybody can do from the number one spots here. Also, we saw the last guy who entered that gauntlet match win. So what does that mean for Elias, who also, you know, he's got that privilege tonight uh, at Elimination Chamber. I, I really like the way that this pointless match was able to get a guy over big time. And and set up a, a several storylines for this pay per view match, just really really good. Like it's it's really fun, man. And I I just the interviews that they integrated into these, yeah. I love those awesome. two. Those, those were all so natural. Yeah,
2: they're, they're uh, they were all they were all very natural. You're right. They was just, they did not feel scripted at all. Um, maybe the the opening one with Roman like starting the thing off kind of felt that way, but. Um, I I was uh, really loved how all these guys did such a great job tonight. Like um, it was fantastic to watch. Um, uh, You you built all your guys, not just the winner Braun and the Iron Man Seth. Like you built them all. It was amazing.
0: So if Jason Jordan can be Kurt Angle's long lost son, why can't Elias be Seth Rollins' brother? Could be. I believe that more than anything. Oh, everybody always brings that up how they look alike. John Cena's out next. Rollins cracks him with a clothesline as he should, and it's pretty slow work here too. And I'm like, oh man. Well, they're they're going to stretch it out before Cena eliminates him. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Cena, after after this slow work, I want to know what you think of Cena taking the Bailey to bellies. You know what? He can deliver three of them, and it doesn't finish somebody. It only yeah. takes Bailey one. Right,
2: because hers are superpowered. Because what is what is her superpower? Hugging. Hugging is my superpower. Yeah. So she hugs you and suplexes you. It's superpowered. John, John Cena's superpower isn't hugging.
0: It's, you know. I don't know if the man has superpowers anymore.
2: Five-knuckle been... shuffling? I don't know.
0: Well... This is a little personal, <laughs> a little personal, Alex. After a commercial, we're about 15 minutes in. Rollins counters an AA with a DDT. Cena does a really cool, like, fall-away stunner. That was that's so much better than the springboard stunner. That looked yeah. great.
2: Yeah. I, I was a big a fan lot.
0: of that. Cena gets a little cocky, and then Rollins fires up. They both trade punches. At this point, I'm already <laughs> thinking, this is an insane performance from Rollins. Cena was fitting his role perfectly. He knew who was the baby face in this match. He knew what he needed to do to get a Seth Rollins over, which I don't know if that makes me happy or infuriates me a little bit more that there are those times when he does the beach ball horse shit yeah. and takes away so much from a guy. When you see how, how much he can, and I mean, don't let me don't let me say, uh, like, I'm not taking away from Rollins' performance. He was getting himself over, yeah. but uh, John Cena just can really get a guy over. And this is a good a good example of that. Uh, Cena caught Rollins off the top rope and <laughs> teased an STF, but Rollins gets a, a sling blade. Uh, Rollins gets posted from the apron. Cena eats the stairs. This is just really, really good. They both make it back into the ring on a double count-out tease. Back in the ring, Rollins applies a cross face, counters an AA with a flip and a kick, and gets two on a frog splash. Fifty minutes into a match, Seth Rollins kicks out of the AA. And this at this point even, I'm like, even if he loses, what amazing booking for Seth Rollins.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, have we gotten to the point in the match where uh, Seth Rollins does the roll through, uh, stand up, throw the guy on his shoulders, that version of the AA? Because that near fall had me stand up in my in my couch at home. That was amazing. Like there were about this,
0: four that, that had me.
2: There were about four. Yeah, but the other thing that I, I wish that I don't know if they mentioned but they should have was back before the knee injury, Seth Rollins and John Cena had program like had a program that went through SummerSlam and everything. And these guys worked really well together back then too. So they have history as well. Um so yeah Cena made Rollins look like a million bucks um and and Seth took that million dollars and invested it with some nice stock options, and then he came out looking like a billion bucks uh, because it was perfect. Everything that that happened in this match, from him selling the damage, having been in the ring for so long, to everything, was just amazing. Loved it.
0: So (laughs) Rollins gets a second Falcon Arrow. Rollins rolls through and hits an AA on Cena for two. This uh, Cena hits an AA, and when he rolls through, Rollins gets a ripcord knee, and then the stomp, which they just referred to as the stomp, the
2: stomp, yeah,
0: and gets the win. Fifty-seven minutes into the match, that's big. You come in and you beat not only Roman Reigns but John Cena. You do it clean, then you do it back to back. Yeah, that's a, that's a top performance. And at this point, we're we're already approaching and and. Were you kind of clock watching at this point too? Because I sure as hell was. I was like, I want, I want him to make that hour mark so badly. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, no, I I, 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 wanted him to, to, uh, to like catch uh, Elias with a lucky thing and get a third pinfall and just see how far it could go. I wanted him to not be able to stand and just still pin in dudes. You know what I mean? There was this yeah. one, there was this one pinfall he had on Elias that he was going for, where he kind of just laid across him. Like on his back, like yeah. wasn't yeah. wasn't really actively pinning him at all. But I was like, see, that's the kind of pinfall that this guy should be throwing down every every time now. I lo- I, I can't I can't say enough about what they did to build Seth Rollins into their top guy tonight. Like if it's not Braun, it- if it's not brawn, it's I mean it's it, it can be. They proved that tonight that he absolutely can be their one hundred percent top guy.
0: Well, see, and my thing is, like, I fully expected him to head over to SmackDown, but I don't know if they would run this type of thing expecting him to go to SmackDown, especially with the Monday Night Rollins deal and all that. But I, in my opinion, SmackDown needs Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, or Seth Rollins. One of those three I think they really, really need. Elias comes in aggressive, as he should, but uh, he can't put Rollins away. Rollins passes the hour mark during a commercial. We see John Cena backstage. This John Cena on a promo, awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these were really good. We saw these integrated throughout throughout this match. Uh, John Cena was back there, and he was like, um, no disrespect to Seth Rollins. He's like, but I found out what I needed to do. I lost tonight. I learned a little bit from it. I've got a lot of things going on. I want to win Elimination Chamber, yada, yada, yada. I'm glad they kind of backed off of the, I got to get on the WrestleMania card. There's no other way I can type of thing because that was like universally crapped on.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and with good reason. Because nobody believes you're not on the WrestleMania card, John Cena. Yeah. you, you whenever, whenever you like.
0: You know?
2: Even if you're in the Battle Royal, they'll find a place for you.
0: <laughs> the, he wants in the battle royal and they're like no no sorry, i can't john. do it you sorry
2: you didn't you didn't earn it
0: john cena's out in his backyard in his underwear on his trampoline with his weights <laughs> terry funks trying to get him to ref a match and he's like i'm not booked terry i'm not booked <laughs> i'd go there but i'm not booked I'm not booked so a super cat a super kick Catches Elias for two, but then Elias lands, drift away for the win. Rollins out at an hour and five minutes. The longest of any performance in Monday Night Raw history. At the end of Seth Rollins' career, where do you think this stands? Because in my opinion, Cena, Shawn Michaels, 55 minutes, I think, in Manchester, I believe. That is a a top 10 moment of Shawn Michaels' career for me. If Seth Rollins has anywhere near the career that Shawn Michaels had, then that'd be, you know, that's, that's having a pretty good career. But an hour and five minutes beating two people on top of that, where do you think this will, like in the grand scheme of things, for Rollins, because he's still very young, of course.
2: Yeah, I think it could be very memorable for people who watched it live. And But if it doesn't amount to anything, like if he goes into the chamber and you know, they, they book him to like, oh, well, that's the reason he's eliminated first, because he had that huge match back on Monday. Uh, and then they don't do anything really with him for mania. And it kind of falls by the wayside. Then I think it gets forgotten. But if it's the start of something, which I hope it is like it should be, then I think we, we remember this as the night that, that that Rollins became that it became Monday Night Rollins. You know like because this this guy's just what a workhorse he can be
0: Elias eliminating Seth Rollins, I think is a cool another cool feather in his cap because after the the match that he won, mm-hmm. he can kind of go on there and say, "I don't know if you remember this, but it was like in oh five o six, and Mr. Kennedy was beating everybody, like he beat like five or six former world champions, they said. Yeah. Elias is already there in like the last few weeks. Like by the time all is said and done, he'll have he'll have beaten almost every top guy on Raw at this point. I mean, it's been Reigns, it's Braun, it's Seth Rollins. He can say that he's gotten those wins. I'm sure he'll beat Balor in a match eventually. Just, just unbelievable. And he goes about 30 minutes as well. When Finn Balor shows up, uh, Seth Rollins is getting a standing ovation from the crowd. And then he even claps for Seth Rollins. I felt like in the early going of this, there was a bit of a hangover because of the Rollins and all that stuff. And I'm not taking away from Balor and and Elias' work here because it was good, it was sound, and it really picked up at the end and I thought it was good. And, hey, like like I've said before, uh, Finn Balor has stepped it up in the ring. I don't get the the front drop kicks to the floor outside. doesn't make sense to me, but whatever, whatever. This was good stuff. He won with Coup de grace after about 18 minutes of this one. But am I alone in, in feeling that, that hangover effect after we went through that emotional ride with Seth Rollins?
2: No, of course. I mean, there's going to be a letdown. I mean, it's this is technically the death slot of this Gauntlet match. You know, That's like a good point. you 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 had you had this these amazing two matches. Uh, if this was the
0: death slot, if this was the death slot, Nia Jax and Oscar were the genocide slot <laughs> because that one died a death. It died a million
2: oh, that, deaths. Yeah, we'll talk about that. It um, sure, will. but but Bal Balor and and uh, Elias both came out looking like smelling like roses too after this. Because Elias again, you say gets another pinfall, and he did it smart. You know what I mean? Like he he Rollins had him set up for something. He he countered it. He had to drift away immediately, like really quick. Like you're supposed to hit those kind of moves and got a pinfall. Now, yes, Rollins had been in there forever. But he, he already took out Roman, he took out John Cena. So Elias was able to do something those two guys didn't. And that's what he'll be able to say. And as a heel, he should say those kind of things. Um, and then Balor comes in, he puts in good work, he gets the pinfall, and you, you think to yourself, now this is another guy who could last for the entire second hour of this match. And, you know, like all these guys look to me like like real players – For 2018 and you know they they really should be booked that way from here on out this was uh, a totally unique phenomenon this match you had a chance to make all seven of these guys look great and you did that's amazing because wwe doesn't do that very often
0: oh no they 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 had make somebody
2: look great at the expense of somebody else and that did not happen tonight that's that's a miracle almost in wwe
0: terms the Miz attacks Balor after the Miz Taraj attacks. These two end up working another solid back and forth with uh, Balor understandably playing that baby face from underneath as the fresh Miz is out there. <laughs> Graves calls Cole the best statistician he knows or statistician he knows besides Dana Brooke. And then he does unleash uh, a nice bit of info, Cole does, that Bruno San Martino versus Waldo Von Erich at about, I think, 81 minutes was the longest WWE match in history. This does pass that match, although you know that you will have people that will say, well, it's a gauntlet match. That is very, very true. Uh, I don't think I want to watch that Bruno versus Waldo match, though. I'm not interested (laughs) in watching a 40-minute bear hug, to be honest with you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, not me either.
0: And the fact that this, this thing went two hours, this segment went two hours. Yeah. As I said, what a time to not be alive. Exactly. Hashtag. Abby's cancer scan. Braun Strowman comes out after The Miz uh, pins Finn Balor with the skull-crushing finale. Chases Miz around the ring. We go to a commercial as this uh, becomes the first WWE match in history to go 100 minutes, Alex. Bet you didn't expect that one ever. Nope.
2: No, when, when they announced this tonight, I was like, oh, what scrum are we getting out of this? I, I honestly thought it was just going to be some little, you know, thing where some guy gets a roll up, and then by the time like somebody refuses to go to the back or whatever, it becomes like this, whatever. This was wait, was, this was so much better than I ever could have imagined.
0: This was uh, five or six, I, I guess. Let's see: Rollins, Cena, Rollins reigns, Rollins Elias, Elias Balor, Balor Miz, Miz Strowman. Essentially, about five pay per view quality matches and then a Braun Strowman squash. It's like, you know what? I could, have, could have rolled credits at that point. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Miss fights off Strowman, and I loved this commentary banter between coach, who was like, you know, Miss isn't doing too bad. And then Braun clotheslines him, and coach is like, ah, my bad. he is really starting to fit in more and more each week on commentary and i like it he's adding a little bit more he's adding a a little more flavor to the to the show so i think that he is he's fit in very well do i think that he's quite booker t level not yet because booker t would add flavor to the point of almost uncomfortability which i loved (laughs) i just loved to hear uh michael cole uncomfortable but hey there we go Braun Strowman wins with the Power Slam, goes back, beats up the Miztourage, a two-hour segment. Alex, this was a gift. And if you guys are looking for a gift, head over to livingsharp.com. Do you want a pet dryer? Do you want a Nest Learning thermostat? Maybe you and your girl are doing your thing. And you want to make art while you do it. You can get the Love is Art canvas and paint kit. Over at livingsharp.com. I'm telling you, if you're you're like racking your brain, what do I get somebody for a gift? What do I get somebody for a gift? Livingsharp.com is going to have something that at least creates conversation. It might get you yelled at, but livingsharp.com, livingsharp.com is where I go. Head over there. One of our great sponsors. But Your, your lasting impressions of this, I almost called it the main event segment. But it wasn't. It was, the, yeah. it was the curtain jerker.
2: Well, Here's the thing. If Raw was two hours the way we all want it to be, this is the greatest two-hour Raw in the history of the show. It could be, yeah. Of, 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 the, of the show. Um, uh, I want to I mention a few things about Braun. Braun countering Miz's um, running drop kicks in the corner by meeting Miz with an even bigger dropkick was brilliant. Um, him, him scampering around the ring to, to, to bring Miz back in at the very beginning, him beating down the Misturage and the Miz, his post-match interview where he says, I don't fear the unknown. The unknown fears me. Yeah. Like, Well, that's it. Now, now that's, that, that's on a shirt now. That's already being printed up that the unknown fears brawn that's it's brilliant um it's like now if you'll excuse me charlie i've got some unfinished business to attend to He hmm. goes back down to the ring and beats him up more and the crowd loves it and they keep doing the one more time thing one more time and he keeps doing it and eventually there's this amazing moment and i actually requested total divas epps find this and gif yeah, it yeah. and they did and it's amazing is he turns to the, to, the, to the crowd behind on the hard cam side and he does his taunt to them and they all do it with him in unison. This guy's a folk hero. Like, he's larger than life. He's like watching Paul Bunyan do something. Like, and the, the crowd is eating it up. Like, there's so much you can do with this guy that honestly, as I said last week, I, I think he's, his ceiling is the stratosphere. I can't wait to see where they go with it. But the fact that this, you have a monster who's also a crowd favorite... Who, who, like, the crowd asks him to do something, he says, you're right, I'd love to do that for you. Like, that's – how great? How great is that? Um, I love it.
0: So uh, somebody's asking us to talk about BTE. I haven't watched it yet. I'll talk about it on tomorrow night's show because Anna was at New Japan Perth. Asuka and Nia Jax. Oh, my God. Asuka's out with Renee Young, struggles to cut a promo. Brilliant idea, WWE. Yeah. You didn't learn your lesson, did you? Nia Jax comes out and attacks, and when you thought it couldn't get any worse, Nia's just standing there awkwardly. Leg drops her three times. You know, I'm cool. I love a good leg drop to the back of the head. That's nice. She sold those kicks like... Yeah. Though. This was... Like, if you could find... The exact opposite of the first segment we watched. It was this miserable segment between Asuka and Nia Jax. Nobody ended up looking good in this. Really bad. Alex. I guess we lost Alex again. Go figure. Hashtag WWE. Stop the Zoom. Yep. Oh, um, oh, you're back.
2: I am here. Um, I wanted to say that uh for everybody on Twitter who's talking about how oh, can't even speak English. Well, let's hear you speak Japanese.
0: You yeah, know what I mean? Like, hey, let's, you let's, can't hey hold, her, on, you hold can't, on, let's be fair here. They ain't cutting promos on TV in Japan.
2: No, 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 no. But my, my point is this they she she should never have been asked to be put in this position to begin with. Of course and it, it that it for that reason because she speaks japanese okay,
0: anybody who criticizes her for that is kind of a kind of a moron right it, It's 100% on WWE putting her in this position. Right. They have cut backstage promos because you accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. Yeah. Not tough. Hey, guys, head over and subscribe to our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. You will see them do videos on our Fightful Wrestling Weekly where they talk about some of the topics there. Go check out the last one. I revealed a little bit of information on Emma, as well as some behind-the-scenes stuff on some of the interviews we do, like with Raven and – Had that Wikipedia fact check with Muhammad Hassan last week where he revealed that he was uh, slated for a WWE title run before he left. Uh, Check that out. I drop about 1,000 words worth of exclusives every Friday at Fightful.com. And Pro Wrestling Unlimited does a really great job. You'll see a lot of their videos in our articles, things like that. So definitely check them out. I've really liked working with them so far. Alex, are you going to stay at the table here? What? When you get your computer back from the Geek Squad.
2: Uh, should be tomorrow.
0: Hot dog. That's what I'm hoping. Because yeah, I um... had to assign an article about Melissa Santos saying that Brian Cage had a yummy and good-looking penis to Pat Fannin today.
2: Yeah, I know. And uh, I, I wept a little bit because that, that's usually my beat. My beat that is the is... yummy <laughs> penis. Beat. And uh... Penis is
0: your beat. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had somebody say... I had somebody say, why is this news? And I said, well, did you know that his penis was yummy and good looking before? No, not to my knowledge, but she confirmed it. News.
2: That's news. News.
0: That's what we do. Fightful.com brings you stuff that other people just won't touch, even if it is Brian Cage's penis. I get paid for this, man. See a hype video for Ronda Rousey doing her contract signing Sunday. Jessmine Duke was in a few of these. That was her in the multicolored pants. You can kind of tell from her sleeve. You saw her training at Santino Brothers. Uh, you know they did. They they had Charlotte on there, putting her over. Kind of what you what you're gonna do when you have a, a new debuting superstar.
2: Yeah. No, this is, this is fine. Um, this is, you, you put her over. That's great. Let's see what, see where this goes. I'm open to it. Uh, I did love that she was training in a bow leave
0: shirt. So she has, <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. Like it. Jeff Jarrett going into the WWE hall of fame. Now, if any of you have watched the list in your boy on Wednesdays, a lot of times we talk about questionable business decisions, odd business decisions, but, um, My world, my world, my world, my world. I got to find a way to affordably ship this because I got to give this away in the next (laughs) two months. I would imagine. I sarcastically bought this for like 30 bucks last year. Never did I think that I would get my money's worth. Yeah. I did.
2: Yep. That, that well, is, what were your is
0: impressions like, of Jeff Jarrett going into the Hall of Hall of Fame?
2: Ah, uh, you know, I've never been the big double J guy, but I think I think I think he's worthy. He's like one of the top of intercontinental title holders of all time. So, like objectively, world champion.
0: If, the guy.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, I, I I do wonder how how much of his post. Uh, WCW being bought out, career that they'll talk about leading up to his induction.
0: Well, they did. They did kind of mention he created jobs for other wrestlers and stuff like that. At this point, if 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 they are licensing Impact footage, like yeah, here's my thing. Why wouldn't you? At this point, why wouldn't you? Uh, You know, for a long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm a realist when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Impact is now an independent promotion with TV and some pay-per-view. That's what they are. To the point to where they run independent matches on their shows. If you saw the Twitch stream they did a few weeks ago, I'll tell you this. people, I've had a lot of people ask if Fightful would run a show. We would run a better-looking show than that. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. this I, Impact, at this point, zero threat. No threat. ROH at this point is not a threat, but is infinitely more a threat than Impact Wrestling. So I'm I, you know, for one, I'm glad Jeff Jarrett's getting in. As I've said before, Cockroaches and Jeff Jarrett will be the two survivors. He was a great intercontinental champion. I said in my news update video today. I didn't think that he fit in anywhere before the don't piss me off era. And then it's like, man, that guy. He did fit into the Attitude Era then. He had the Don't Piss Me Off thing. Slap Nuts, I think, is one of the most hilarious insult sayings ever. The Chosen One was a cool nickname. He bashed people over the head with a guitar that he never played. He had a great role in Spring Breakers. I mean, hey, I'm for it. And I thought that his booking in TNA when he wasn't booking himself was very good. I I liked a lot of it. You can question a lot of his decisions, but and I do think that, I think it's funny as his music has come become a little bit of a cult thing recently because of the Bruce Pritchard podcast where they sing it all the time. I know every damn word to that. I had that WWF CD. I remember that. So my question is, who do you think inducts him? Because road dog is right there.
2: Yeah. I mean, it should be the roadie, shouldn't it? Should. If, be, if, yeah. if, if it's not him inducting him, he's got to come out and set up his mic for him. <laughs> Like, oh, of course, you know that that at least at the very and, least. you know
0: you're gonna have the, these comments. Broke a thousand guitars, never drew a dime. I can tell you, he drew at least thirty bucks. <laughs> Eat that one, Mike Graham. Hardy and Wyatt have dueling segments. They have a match this Sunday. This isn't special.
2: Nope. Uh, it won't it won't be until um Matt brings the the Hardy compound into it. I, I if Vanguard one at least Vanguard one needs to be involved in this uh in this match on Sunday.
0: You got <laughs> Jeremy Borash and Matt Hardy on the payroll. Do something with it. You got yep. something special here. The accent, the hair—that's not it. Matt Hardy's creativity was that. That's that's the thing here. That's the thing. Titus Worldwide defeated the bar. The fourth time this match has happened in about a month, and I get the feeling we'll see a fifth time this Sunday. So when we make our predictions, we're just going to go ahead and predict that. Michael Cole slips up and calls Apollo by his now absent name. Then he makes up for it by, like, oh, (laughs) it's funny if you go back and listen to it. Apollo hits a nice dropkick from Apollo, and then Apollo goes into the the stairs. Apollo is hurt. My God, Apollo! He was like, "Ah, yeah. son of a bitch!" And you know, Vince McMahon was yeah. just in his ear, just berating him. This is speculation, yeah, but- not not a report. Yeah. Speculation. No,
2: of course. Um, did you see the report that the reason they changed it was because of the?
0: Yeah, I don't listen to anything Sportskeeda says.
2: Yeah, so I, I-, I
0: reached out know to WWE PR about that, but.
2: I'm one, whatever. I, I don't care what the rule, what the reason is. It's, a, it's a dumb thing to do.
0: And good like luck you, finding him on Google now, guys.
2: You, yeah, exactly. You, uh, you gave him this stupid name where you combined Apollo Creed and Terry Crews. How
0: you about know? Terry like, Crews dragging him today, too? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> on Twitter. Come on, Terry. What are you doing, man? Yeah.
2: Uh. I don't know. I'm 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 sick of this whole thing. Like somebody somebody tweeted like I wish they were just pulling people's last names from the from guys, uh, you know, 15 years ago because I, I would have been great to see that John versus Randy feud.
0: Man, I got three names. I never want to work for WWE. That would <laughs> suck. That would suck.
2: That might make make you just SRS like TJP. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's funny when I went to Toronto. That's what everybody called me. Everybody called me SRS, and I used to hate my middle name. So, like, here, if anybody calls me Sean Sapp, because I use that as a professional thing, they either don't know me at all or they've known me my entire life. Like, that's it. Everybody else either calls me Sean Ross Sapp or SRS at this point. But, uh, yeah, man. Apollo, sorry, man. Dana Brooke, I just want to say, not wrestling is the best for all involved. She's good in this role. I think that Titus would be better off here. I want I, I want Apollo to get a different partner really badly because I like the dynamic of Titus and Dana outside. Now, I know the Vince McMahon hates managers traditionally, but, I mean, we've seen him do a lot of shit that he hates doing recently, yeah. like changing main events on the fly and, you know, booking women in the way that they've been booked and some of the things, War Games showed up for the love of God. Like, we've seen a lot of things signed off on that uh, that Vince McMahon doesn't usually like, so maybe he's kind of letting that go. I want to see Titus and Dana managing this squad, so hopefully, we get that. But Apollo pins Cesaro, we're gonna get this for a fifth time at the pay per view. Any, anything stand out to you in this?
2: Uh, no, just that we're gonna get this at the pay per view, and the bar will probably win almost certainly, unless unless Sheamus's thing is much more serious than we think he needs time off, and they're going to transition the, the, the belts from Titus Worldwide onto the Good Brothers or the Revival or something. But the, the Raw tag division is is the pits, and it needs an infusion of somebody.
0: Oh, man, it's going to come soon. It's going to come soon because almost, no disrespect to Heavy Machinery, but unless they like bring up Heavy Machinery, their options in NXT are pretty good. But, you know, that yeah. wouldn't be such a WWE thing to do. Let's bring up heavy machinery. Ah, they're the ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Vince gets one look at Otis dancing. Ha ha, I love it. God damn it, pal. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Mickey James defeated Alexa Bliss in absolution with Paige. Alexa won't wrestle Mickey and Graves outright just calls <laughs> her out. She's trying to make friends for the Elimination Chamber. I'm glad. Hey, you're not insulting my intelligence. Thumbs up. Whatevs. That's what he's there for to analyze.
2: Yep. Absolutely. They um, so called this, me
0: snap nuts, is, son of a bitch.
2: This is <laughs> this <laughs> is one of those things where, um, we can stop having six woman tags
0: about now, right? Like the eighth one since on eighth one on TV since Riot Squad and Absolution have debuted,
2: and tomorrow will be the ninth because they they all they already. Advertise that all through tonight. Oh, tomorrow on SmackDown. Oh, did they? And yeah. Oh, yeah. They they just straight up said it. They're oh going to have God. Riot Squad versus Becky and Charlotte and Naomi tomorrow.
0: Makes me want to vom.
2: It's just, I don't... It was weird to have, like, the, one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. A gauntlet match that lasts an hour 45. Everybody gets over. It's an amazing thing. It's the best two-hour episode of Raw ever. And then... Your final match is this, which is a sloppy and b. I don't, I don't need to see in A six woman tag. Like, ah,
0: all I right. want to give Anna Bowerd some credit because she often compares WWE's booking of women to Mean Girls, mm-hmm. the hilarious movie which USA just got the rights to. Wonder if, wonder if Bonnie Hammer's giving up, giving them a call. Like, hey, listen, we got the real thing now, <laughs> so we're gonna need you all to be a little more creative. Yeah. Biscuit butt isn't going to happen. Stop trying to make biscuit butt happen. Then Bonnie hangs up. Mandy Rose cartwheels out of a head scissors attempt. Now, if, despite the criticism I'm going to give her, I think she is like what Ring of Honor wanted out of Mandy Leone. Uh, she's in great shape. She has like movie star looks and uh, willing to learn and has a good presence about her. Alexa tags herself in to beat on Bailey. There's this convoluted false tag spot, but I want to say Mickey James looked awesome in the ring tonight. From her execution to her ring presence to her selling, I thought that she looked like a million bucks outside of those goddamn flaps on her legs. But other than that, she looked incredible. WWE production, however, catches Mickey James calling a spot after she got hit, and Cole like tried to cover up for it. And I don't know how I feel about this, but he said she's talking to herself. I'm like, couldn't he have just said? She's calling out for her teammates or something. Like, yep. You, you could have went that way. But uh, kudos to Michael Cole for trying to cover it up, Alex.
2: For trying to do something. Yeah, because it was, it was blatantly obvious. Um, but, you know, when you, when you have – when you're not uh, hashtag stopping the Zoom and instead are Zooming in on everything, eventually you're going to Zoom in on somebody saying the wrong stuff. Yeah. But it's not as bad as yeah. Kinsuke now. Shinsuke, now, now, Shinsuke, now. It's not as bad as that, but it was pretty bad.
0: Oh, man. Sasha Banks was a house of fire. Her knee based attacks, I think, really fit her, and she finds a place for them all the time. She submits Alexa with the bank statement. I want to say I enjoyed this match, but I, I'm not going to pretend like from the heel side, it was a good match in execution. It's a pretty poor match in execution at times. But uh, Absolution attack Mandy, or uh, Absolution attack, and Mandy hits a dreadful inverted power bomb, like it was ugly. They tease attacking Alexa, but Mickey makes the save. Alexa and Mickey hit a nice looking double DDT to kind of end the show. What do you think of this segment and the end of Raw? Yeah,
2: like <laughs> it's, just, it's it's impossible to follow the first two hours with that hour, like. You had a, a tag match we've seen over and over again. You had um, you know, that poor Asuka being hung out to dry by her employers. Uh, Naya not really knowing how to do the beatdown correctly. And then this six-woman tag match, which is just another six-woman tag match over and over and over again. I know it's the competitors that are in the uh, first-ever historic women's chamber match, um, but you could find something that, that for them to do that isn't just another... Six woman tag match um, and as far as intrigue being added, like, oh, are Mickey and Alexa on the same page because we know that Sasha and Bailey are friends, and mandy and uh, and Sonia are friends, so are Mickey and Alexa now friends was basically the final commentary of yeah, the night yeah. and I was like, ah, uh, no, like <laughs> no, they're not <laughs> so so there's no there's no intrigue going into the next thing either so.
0: Let's make some predictions, of course. This Sunday at w- after WWE Elimination Chamber, we will have a live post-show podcast. But we have live coverage over on the site at Fightful.com as well. Come over there, chat. We have uh, live coverage for every show virtually. And WrestleMania weekend, it's going to be crazy. Live coverage and discussion of everything. Come over there, talk to other wrestling fans. You know, Twitter can be sometimes kind of cynical, not fun to be on. We have a nice community over at Fightful.com. And, of course, we have those forums too. And if you register absolutely free, you'll get access to stuff like my Fightful Books at Mini podcasts that for the first several days I will put up uh, for members only. So definitely uh, do that. Help out Fightful.com. Let people know about it. We're going to start with the predictions, assuming that Titus Worldwide versus The Bar gets made. And I got to go with The Bar here, unless they just feel like dragging this out, giving Titus Worldwide a quick win. But then if that happens... We're getting two more after that. We're getting the title switch back to the bar and we're getting the rematch out of that. Um, I could see both things happening because I don't know if as many wins as they've given Titus worldwide. I don't know. I I wouldn't be shocked to see them get like a one day title reign.
2: Yeah. I I, I honestly feel like there's going to be a lot of status quo stuff in this uh, leading up to the chamber matches. Um, I, I expect the bar to win. Um, like I said, unless Sheamus is like, no, my neck, man. I-, I need some time off. Unless that, unless that's the case, I feel like the bar's gonna win.
0: Well, it ain't happening this time of the year. You know he's gonna. That guy is gonna grit it out through WrestleMania at the very least. Yeah. But stenosis yeah. is nothing to, to, to mess around with, man. I've, I've had it myself. It sucks. Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy singles match. I would imagine that Matt Hardy wins this, given how quickly he lost at Raw 25, and that did have time cut from it, but. I think Matt Hardy's going to win here. Uh,
2: I, I uh, hmm. the 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 Raw twenty five match notwithstanding, I feel like Bray wins Bray wins here uh, through some nefarious means. Uh, you know, even if it's just a you know foreign object or something, um, which allows Matt to then bring in everybody from the, the the compound going into Mania, because I feel like these guys are having a match at Mania. Maybe it's going to take place, part of it is going to take place with them, you know, teleporting to the Hardy compound and then teleporting back into the ring for the pinfall.
0: Asuka versus Nia Jax. If Nia Jax wins, she'll be added to a women's championship match at WrestleMania 34. Now I could see this being such a WWE thing where they're like, oh, Asuka got beaten. Now WrestleMania is more unpredictable. Yeah, type of thing. Like you know, that's road dog reasoning. Yes, that's the type of type of excuse we would get. But I could also see like maybe an Oscar losing by count out or disqualification or something to where they can say she hasn't been pinned or submitted. However, if, if it were me, I'm not putting Nia Jax anywhere near a championship match at WrestleMania. I don't think it's the yeah. right spot for her.
2: Yeah. Um. The, the 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 scuttlebutt that i have read is that they're building toward a that oscar's going to challenge charlotte uh as as i thought she would from the very beginning that she won the match um and that naya is going to face alexa at mania um but i i i, I don't know i don't know anything about that uh, naya and um,
0: alexa man is that stinky uh, that's going to be like third on the totem pole if you get a sasha banks versus
2: yeah versus bailey not. It's not the way to do it. Um, I, I I feel like I, it's it would be so WWE to protect Oscar by having her not be pinned or submitted, but still lose to keep to keep Nia strong. So if Nia wins by countout, that seems to be the most WWE thing to do. Uh, and they could say Asuka hasn't been pinned or submitted, and that's and her. Win streak is still technically intact, even though she lost yesterday. Yeah. Like that's something I could yeah. easily see Michael Cole saying uh, a week from tonight.
0: Women's Elimination Chamber, Alexa Bliss defends against Bailey, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville. Instead of picking an outright winner, we'll talk about the possibility that any of these women win. Mandy Rose, I don't think, has a chance in hell, I would say, 0.1% chance because there's always the the possibility that an accident happens. Sonia DeVille, I'm going the same route, even though if I were in, in control, I would feel much more comfortable about her winning. But still, both of these women, not a chance in hell. Mickey James, not a chance in hell. Where do you stand on those three women?
2: Oh, yeah, no, less than a chance in hell
0: the two that you know could conceivably perhaps do something bailey sasha banks and then you know you could set that up for the title as we've said before they don't need the title at wrestlemania uh,
2: they they don't need the title but it might be one of those things where the wwe isn't willing to give those two a match at mania unless the title is on the line
0: oh that match is going to be or that show's going to be 14 hours long might not I, I
2: understand, to. but 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 it was one of those things of like if you have Bailey and, and Sasha go for non title match, it's gonna make your title match of Alexa versus whoever look terrible by comparison. So why don't we put the title on Sasha by having her screw over Bailey and then they could have they could have their match uh at Mania and we'll find another thing for Alexa to do where she can be featured but I don't know. It just feels like something that, that the WWE is like, we're only going to have two women's matches on the card. So um, on the six hour uh, mania card, we'll only have two women's matches. They're going to be great because you know, women empowerment and everything, but only two of them. Uh, I just feel like that's something that they're going to do. So uh, I would not be surprised to see Sasha take it here. Alexa is my pick because I I do feel like they're going to keep it on her, but, but below her is, is Sasha.
0: What do you do with the remaining women? Because you know that they always like to get everybody on the show. Do you do, like, a a battle royal you for do, them?
2: You do a SmackDown versus Raw 10-woman um, tag or something. like it whoa, says, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 sir. Sir. I know. This there is, is one night the of the year where
2: that happened lied already. No, because now they came out and they said that Backlash, and from then on, they're all going to be in the same damn building together going... Willy nilly, who knows?
0: We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Main event, actually, you think Alexa Bliss is retaining?
2: Yes, but only like by a one percentage point over Sasha Banks to me.
0: Sure. Main event: Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, The Miz. Winner gets a Universal Championship match at WrestleMania 34. Who's your pick to win this? Roman Reigns is the safe idea. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you. I I would not be shocked at this point if a Seth Rollins gets slid into that match and it becomes a triple threat rematch of a few years ago, and you're gone. So here's you know my line of thinking. It's like Seth Rollins shoehorned himself into that match a few years ago. Okay, you're back, but uh, you could conceivably do that and make the backlash perhaps a little less extreme. We know that Brock Lesnar, he signed pretty much through August, but we don't know how much he'll really be around. I've had people coming to me saying that Brock Lesnar is interested in a UFC return. However, he's always interested in a UFC return when his WWE deal is coming up. And yeah. the reason why he's signed through August is because he, was, he actually went to the UFC before and they were able to freeze his deal. And that was yeah. kind, of a con- uh, kind of a concession they made. He wasn't really scheduled for anything during that period anyway, but because they let him, they got to freeze his deal a little bit longer. Roman yeah. versus Brock still, though, Alex, I think it gets that same type of reaction that it did a few years ago.
2: Yeah. I, I, listen, to me, Roman's never looked better than he did in that match. Because of he
0: course. Was really... Alex has got to get his computer back from the geek squad badly.
2: I guarantee you, I am more angry about this than you are. Anyway, um, so, so uh, Roman Roman had to fight from underneath against a guy who legitimately made him look like an underdog, which is how they wanted to book him this whole time. Um, but my, my dream is that they find a way to get both Seth and Roman in that match versus Brock, and make it a triple threat. And they actually have the real match they did a few years ago, um, where they're all in the ring together. Because you, really, you could make me believe anything then. You really could. Uh, um, but after tonight, I hope they're looking at what what Seth did, and they said they maybe they maybe call an audible.
0: I, I hope they were looking at this as establishing Seth for that spot. So. Yeah. I see Roman Reigns winning, maybe with some controversy with Rollins, but I see Rollins getting an elimination and then playing up his exhaustion. Also this week, WWE announced that co-branded pay-per-views would be the norm moving forward. Now, they haven't announced any length or anything like that. i got to say I'm all for it. There are some situations where the mid-card could take a hit, although if they make these pay-per-views four hours, and that's just speculation, it could make up for it. But it does if you leave shows at three hours, it does essentially ruin anything that isn't a championship match. So you have to have all your big dudes on in championship matches, or maybe they just won't be on the show at some point. What was your what were your thoughts on this co-branding situation?
2: This is something that will never ever happen, but this is the perfect way to introduce um a rolling off season for people. Like um, the guy goes in and he's the champion for a while then he loses and he loses his rematch and he's off for six weeks or a month yeah. two months. two and then he can come back and his spot that he normally has is taken up by somebody else for that time and, and he gets a chance to, to heal up his body and he can come back fresh and, we were, and when he comes back it'll be a big pop like that's a great way of doing that because that way you can have a rolling roster of guys so you can have one guy move out and somebody else move in um, but they'll never do that. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, I, I do worry that, that some, some of the better, uh, mid carters could be, could be sent by the wayside and they are not going be happy about that. Um, already we're seeing something new with 205 live. That's two weeks in a row that the cruiserweights haven't been on raw. Um, so maybe it's just like that they're not on raw anymore and they've kind of phased it out and they're only on their little 205 live thing. So, you know, we'll see. But um, they're moving guys around a little bit now um, as far as who gets to be on where. Uh, uh, Tonight was different because of the full two-hour match, but there were a lot of storylines that have been going on that were kind of not present tonight. Um, I thought for sure we were going to get a Good Brothers versus Revival tease for their inevitable pre-show match this Sunday, but uh, that didn't happen,
0: so... Also, before we go, uh, of course, guys, make sure you check out the Wartime X mobile game. You can check that out at the Apple Store and on Facebook and LivingSharp.com for all your gift needs. Ring of Honor launched their streaming service today. It had its kinks and all that stuff. So it had some issues, but, I mean, you're talking about a major money saver, essentially $120 a a year up front, which I think is very smart for them to do as opposed to the month-to-month thing because they're still charging like 35 to 45 bucks for pay-per-views right now. And they do five of them a year. My God, you're already well over that price. Not only that, they're going to stream a lot more live events. I think this is a smart move for them, Alex.
2: Yeah. They got to get in the streaming game somehow. You know what I mean? Like, and, and these are, if they have old stuff on there that, that you can go back and watch Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan and all that kind of stuff, you're going to get a lot of people who are subscribing for that reason. Alone, let alone the, the new stuff that's that's out there. Um, I, I'm I'm willing to, to give it a look. Do you give it a look, see More more so, on, uh, you know, uh, admittedly, uh, more so than the global force network or the whatever yeah. whatever the
0: hell that thing was. Because they actually have content that is pertinent to today. Yeah, they have stuff that is important. They have stuff that a wrestling fan of today would be able to use. And yeah, somebody asked if I got it. Yeah, I did get it. I, I would have bought it even if I didn't get expensed for it by my job, but I, I think it's a good service and, or I think it's a good idea. I don't know if the service will be good. We'll see how that plays out. I'll keep you guys updated, but follow me at Sean Ross app. follow Alex at Palowski, the fourth, follow us at fightful online, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, visit our friends over at pro wrestling unlimited. Of course, check out the wartime X mobile game and livingsharp.com. Guys, hit up those forums. I want to hear from you guys. Get in those live discussions. I want to talk to you guys. Until next time, we're out.